Welcome to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast. In this edition, we'll be talking about many aspects of life, particularly health, relationships and wealth-related topics, all from a heart-centred approach. Your host, Paul Lowe, has a long and successful history of helping others through his coaching and mentoring, as well as his many charitable initiatives. He's been responsible for positively impacting thousands of people's lives, particularly young people from challenging backgrounds. Paul is the author of the books Mastering the Game of Life from Pain to Purpose and Speaking from Our Hearts. Welcome listeners to this Speaking From Our Hearts podcast episode where I'm delighted to introduce a lady by the name of Mona Mitkes from Egypt. Uh, Mona, very, very warm welcome to you. Thank you, Mr. Paul, for inviting me on your broadcast. Okay, Uh, and Mona's going to be talking to us today around sharing her experiences around from darkness to light. So, um, yeah, from darkness to light. Very, very interesting title, Mona. Tell us a little bit more, please do. Um, well, actually, I believe that uh, each and every person has some kind of a dark moments in his life. So back there in early 2000 and uh, early mid 97, like 97, I got married. And after my marriage, with few years, uh, due to stressful uh, situations uh, that I passed through in my family, uh, I was, uh, I went, I entered into a very, very severe depression. Uh, it stayed for me for many years. Uh, and later, I, I didn't know why was it and why it, it was so hard. I was diagnosed for being bipolar. Right. Uh, so no one around me, and especially here in Egypt, wasn't familiar with something called bipolar. What is it and what, what's its effect? So me uh, and the doctor said, you will have to live with it for the rest of your life. You just have to adapt yourself. Uh, and I'm the kind of a person who doesn't like to just take the facts like this and surrender. It was a very, very dark moment, years for me. I, uh, depression with bipolar and sleepless nights and being sometimes very anxious, sometimes very uh, excited, sometimes very down, down. Your mood is very down, which is a very, very, um, uh, very... Um, very painful uh, part and very uh, dark and uh, sad and low. Uh, I had a moment in my life when I was, it was like almost these same days in Ramadan. I, I was sleeping on my bed and I felt that uh, I'm, going, I'm going to die. My spirit is going out. Uh, and I can't, uh, I can't ever uh, for, forget this moment because uh, I felt how it feels when the body is very heavy and the spirit is trying to come out. It was very difficult. So I prayed at that night so many times, telling God, please get me out of this. I need to get out of this. And by putting real intention and the trust in God and the universe, things started to come into my life. Uh, I I met a friend by a coincidence because I always believe about there is nothing a coincidence. She told me, Mona, why don't you come and try uh, meditation as a sort of stress relief? Uh, well, actually, back then I, I wasn't really familiar about, and here especially in Egypt, we are not really familiar with things like this, uh, meditation, yoga. And she told me, I don't know what is meditation. <laughs> she told me it's something like yoga, things like this. It's something for stress relief because my face didn't look the way I look now. I was totally dark and more fat, more weight and things like that. So anyway, I went, okay, I will try and I will go to see the teacher. The moment I entered the house and I met the teacher, something, yeah, and you can't believe it, it clicked in my heart. 
this is for you. Uh, it is very scientific. The technique is called TM, which is Transcendental Meditation by the founder Maharishi, Maharishi Yogi. And he made, the, he has a history and a very big, uh, well-known guru. Uh, by by starting this journey and trying to learn meditation, I think it is more of a, a scientific things and topics. Well, actually, I didn't take it like this. I took it by the heart. I felt calming, healing. So I just went into the flow and into the community of this and went through it. Uh, there were many classes we used to uh, go and listen to. I used to go and listen. And at that time, because I was really very dark and stressed, my mind didn't uh, conceive all of the information or the scientific information. It all went through myself into my body and my heart. And by starting to practice uh, meditation in early 2007, uh, my body and my nervous system has completely shifted. I started to see things differently and my senses became wider. And um, I don't know, I'm, I'm a person who, uh, my heart, especially my heart, when I feel there is something wrong or there's something, it always has something inside them. There is some, I always sense it with, my, with the pain, you know? Mm. So I learned a lot. I went to the all, I took all the advanced courses and I started my self-discovery journey from there, from this place, from this house. Um, our teacher is called Nada, she's very well known, she's Lebanese, and the founder is called Madame Aziza Hussein. She passed away, uh, and she has, she has introduced meditation, these this techniques, in the early 50s, late 50s here in Egypt. So by being through the, being in this uh, enlivening uh, community and learning uh, step by step, I started to um, feel that I need to learn more. I need to know more about myself. My senses are getting better, so I started to crave reading books and seeing things about self-development and what is going to help me to get out of this kind of depression and how am I going to live with bipolar? Uh, these dark years were, uh, to me, I felt they were, they, they came to me for some reason. I felt that I was not going to stay there for the rest of, their, of my life. It was like kind of a pre preparation for me. I felt it. And I sensed it so much, no one around me could understand or fear what I was going through or what was going in my head because a bipolar person always have so many um, thoughts and um, desires in his mind that no one around him can understand. So I had a big vision for myself. And to me, I it wasn't really very clear exactly what is it, but I saw myself in another place, totally another place. So I followed my heart. By following it, I and taking all the advanced courses and uh, uh, working more on my body. And I started to eat more clean, detoxing my body. I started to shift and I knew exactly that uh, this is my path to get. I'm getting out of this for some kind of reason. And since 2007 to early 2017, it was very clear to me by early 2017 that, that being a coach and speaker or a healer on, uh, on this planet, I have a message to share to be uh, precise, I have some kind of uh, real message to share that um, whenever, if you ever find that you are in a dark place, it's not the end of the world. It's about your willingness to take yourself and go out of it and not surrendering. Uh, it's our um, it's our abilities, our belief in ourselves and our trust more of the universe and understanding that the message that comes in darkness because uh, you, all, you can always have a gift uh, that is hidden in the dark room. And when you get to know it uh, and see it and sense it, uh, you understand life differently and you understand yourself differently. Right. Uh, can I, can I, sorry, sorry, Mona, can I just come in there? 
Um, I just want to sort of um, dig into, because you've covered a lot of ground there, which is fantastic. So thank you for that, Cher. Um, but I just kind of want to take a few backward steps and, um, and you know, for the benefit of the listeners, get one or two insights. So you found yourself in this being diagnosed with bipolar, depression, um, and, and all these things. Um, and that, obviously, these labels that you were given, these diagnoses that were given, they matched, did they, what you actually felt inside at the time? You know, you was in this kind of strange, confused, dark place, and somebody said, here, here you go, Mona, here's a label that, or, or a description that fits what yeah. what you're feeling. Is that is that kind of how it was? Yes, I felt it. I can sense it from the eyes of everyone around me at that time. They were looking to me that she's someone um, useless. You know, she's depressed. She looks uh, dark. She looks uh, weak. Uh, she doesn't speak. She doesn't, any. Uh, you know, the feeling of putting you in the corner, you know, like if you're in a community and people feel that you are not that, you don't have something that's interesting that we can listen to you. Mm. Uh, so it wasn't really that nice feeling, you know, to feel and or to be labeled that you are uh, you are you are depressed or you always it's 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 not a nice feeling you know and people know especially in our communities here people know that she's married she's sick and and my husband he's a very nice man but he always felt pity for me and this thing uh, hurted me so much to be honest i i, I hated uh, seeing uh, um, uh, any sympathy in the eyes of everyone around me. I, I didn't want this. I didn't want to stay like this. Did you try and explain to your husband, Mona, what was actually how he was feeling? Or was that not, I, I don't know, I'm trying to understand that, you know, either mm. through a blockage of cultural or, or, or whatever those blockages may be. Because I know that certainly from certain um experiences that I have known um, certainly from a particular generation the attitude towards to these labels called mental health depression bipolar whatever you want to call it um, from a generation ago it was like Shh, just shut up and get on with it what's up with you yeah yeah just yeah the same thing yeah same, same thing. thing yeah same thing it's it's a human uh, reaction we are always used we are used to it someone uh, has something a little bit mentally is not uh, balanced so you cannot take an advice from him or and the way also the people were treating me were made me feel that i am uh, i am helpless that I, I cannot open the door and go out they were locking the door don't go out you have to sleep sit in your bed close your eyes by force and this yani it was hard on me very hard I, I, I didn't like any, I didn't like someone to tell me, you have to sleep, you have to sleep. I felt that I don't have, um, I don't know what they say, irada, yani. I don't have a will of my own. I'm not mm. having the will to say yes or to say no. Mm. So I, it was, and I, I couldn't explain it because they don't understand and they, they, they don't understand, they didn't, un they cannot understand what's going in my mind. Yeah. So I had uh, I, I had to deal with everyone around me and by time when I started become more better and alert i started to put boundaries for everyone around me to put stop here i'm done no one enters to my life no one uh, tells me do this or do that i had to stand up for myself otherwise i could have lived like this for the rest of your life i maintained my health i i learned so much about what are the kind of food and how many hours i have to sleep and how many uh, uh, everything how i have to do exercise i i i did the right life I, I applied the right lifestyle that helped me 
to shift myself and get out. You cannot get out of depression just like this, like, okay, I'm taking a pill and it's okay. No, there is an effort. There's a real effort to do to get out of it. That's why I'm saying walking in darkness might take some time, but there is a light, but you have to have the will to go. You have to have the will to walk and open the door for yourself because no one is going to open you for you. Absolutely. Yeah, very well put. Very well put. Now I fully understand your title, Joyce Mona, from darkness to light. Absolutely. Yeah. So did this put pressure on your marriage then, for example, that you were feeling this way and there was, I can only imagine this kind of what you might have thought or felt was this lack of understanding, not just for your husband, but for my family, your immediate loved ones, your community at large. I mean, that must have made it even even more pressurized surely well actually uh, to be honest at that time i was so much isolated i didn't want to get into more uh, into um, socializing I, I got myself out of this community i was just doing the things that are i have to do which is obligation mm. family obligation things like this but i didn't engage at all in any uh, social uh, gatherings i just the only thing and the only place that i really love to go which is my meditation communities and sitting around the meditators and meditating together and going on retreats. Uh, this thing uh, helped me so much. And I honored my husband so much because he gave me the space to go out and learn and even sleep at night, uh, have weekends over outside with people he, don't, he doesn't know, but he trusted me. So I, I, I can't, uh, I cannot uh, undervalue um, what my husband did to me. He stood to me when no one else uh, did he he understood me he embraced me and he, he gave me really so much love uh, that encouraged me to to stand up because I felt that we have love inside so I don't want to stay uh, looking pale or looking uh, uh, down and he sees me like this for the rest of your life because it just this just happened after two years or one year of our marriage two three years of marriage so it was really very down for him because after marriage and he found me walking, walking, a sick woman, a sick wife. So it really wasn't something nice. So I had to do it for myself. Mm. So he, by giving me the opportunity and to go out and learn and study and travel, this helped me a lot. So not, in our country, it's not easy to find a man who can tell you, go and learn and take a weekend and go to one. Yeah. It's not that easy. Eh? Right. So he had, he has the, the, the mentality, the, the open mentality, but maybe a little bit, we have some differences, but at the end we have, we were aligned, you know? Great. Yeah. Great. Um, so how were things in, you know, in terms of, you know, the picture you paint in there, Mona from, you know, and you've said it a few times, this kind of lack of understanding within your country. I mean, have things improved in that respect? Is there a great awareness in your country now about this, this mental health thing that uh, seems to be flying well, through the so, word? Not so, not, not as before. I mean, I cannot say it's uh, it's now anyone can accept that. Still, there are people suffering, and still people put them on the side, and it's not so much because we are always, to be honest, generally in the Middle East countries. I don't know if in Europe also or not, but generally in Middle East countries, where in our society, judgment is number one, two, three. We judge each other, so this is something. This is an issue that uh, that makes every one of most of the people in our communities is uh, we you have to have wear a mask whenever you go out so you don't feel authentic you don't feel your true self wow. and to me uh, this this doesn't align with me at all i'm a person who likes to go and show myself the way i am and i i just don't care you know 
So I, I stood out of the crowd and saw people when I started to go live and do things differently. So people, they are shocked what she's doing, how she comes, how does she came from here to there? They can't believe it, you know? Wow. Uh, but this is me. I have an open mentality and, and I have and I accept everyone the way he is, you know? This Excellent. Is it. Excellent. Uh -huh. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Um, so where are we these days then, Mona? I mean, obviously that's kind of your darkness, just sort of tying this in with your title from darkness that obviously represented your darkness and you went on yeah. this this journey of discovery supported by your husband giving you to use your words the space to to yeah. grow yeah so what about the light what what describe what your interpretation of light is uh, well, actually, being in light, which is the first of all, knowing yourself, yani being you have a heart that is open, which is you can see, it's like when your heart is like a mirror, so it reflects the sunshine, you know, you mm. can see everything, it's just a source of reflection, so whenever you see someone, you, you can resonate with him, some kind of a thing, and it's very easy for you, especially when you have a tender heart, uh, I'm not yani, being yani, putting myself, but I, I know my, I do have a tender heart, so I sense the energy of everyone around me, so uh, you get to know, you get to know this place is not for me, this, uh, these people, you shouldn't be with them, you get to have this, these kind of senses, so that's why uh, uh, the light directs you to where you should go, you know, it becomes, uh, because you have uh, pure inner intentions and the more you are refined with your senses and with your intentions and your emotions and your uh, very, very important is your, um, yes, the intention, the inner intention guides us. When you have real uh, good uh, intentions, things become easy and everything opens to you. But if you have something that is not good, I don't know how it feels, but definitely it's not good. <laughs> I haven't experienced it, but from my experience and what I lived, yeah, you get to feel it, you get to sense it. And from there you start to see, and you start to see opportunities, you start to see things opening to you, you start to see, you start to look into your mirror and see and love yourself and like yourself the way you are. You don't... Before you look at the mirror, you don't know yourself. You just accept and love yourself the way you are. And this is this is light, you know. You don't have to put so many makeups. You don't have to put. So, you're just being yourself. And this is light, you know. And 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 light. When you have light, love, and passion inside, they go out on your face, and it's very obvious. It you can sense it. It's very obvious, you know. <laughs> Absolutely, it is. Yeah, yeah, definitely, uh -huh. definitely. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, look at the the smile and the radiance that's coming from your your whole being now. Yeah, I I, I understand. I get yeah. Okay, so but at this this um, I mean, I can relate, Mona, to this wearing a mask um, because I think society, irrespective of what culture we're in, it lends itself. It kind of encourages to do that, doesn't it? It's the way you know, don't show your vulnerability, and that's why I love the work of Brenny Brown because when she eloquently puts that, you know, our strength is our vulnerability. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think particularly for guys, or should I say masculine energies, where we're taught um, not to show that weak, what's perceived as weakness. And, you know, I've even heard it said in some circles uh, that if people get mo mo mental illness, Mona, it's because 
you know, they're afflicted. It's because of a, a sin they've committed and that's the punishment and all this kind of crazy stuff that, that some people mm-hmm. actually do buy into and brings in the whole kind of subject of beliefs then, doesn't it? Yeah, sure. And let me tell you something which is very, uh, I believe, Yani, it's very, very important. You have, we have a choice in our life, either to live as a victim or to live as a leader. So it's easy to be a victim. It's very, very easy to be a victim. Yeah. But to stand up for yourself and be a leader of your life, this is something, uh, it's not easy and it's not for everyone, by the way. It's not for everyone. Most, I don't want to say most, but... Uh... <laughs> right, Mona, I'm going to stop you there. I want to challenge that statement you've just made. It's not for everyone. I'm really going to challenge you on that now. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, because I believe it is for everyone. Because are yeah. we not the leader of our own lives? Yes. But, okay, what do you mean? Uh, let me get you clear here. Let me get you clear. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm understanding that when you said that this, um, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but this journey of progression that you've been on and I've been on and a lot of people have been on, and then you sort of said, well, that's not for everybody. Why isn't it for everybody? Because not everyone, not everyone is ready to go out of a victim circle. We all get into the victim cycle. I get, and everyone should get a little bit into being a little bit victim. But either you surrender and stay in this circle, or you pull yourself and take yourself out. Take yourself out. This is the choice. This is what I'm saying. I'm yep. not saying. Uh, if you have the will, you will get. We all get into victim stages in. On, on, on a daily basis, and I'll keep getting doing things in my life that I'm, I could show up as a victim or I could show up as a leader and take full responsibility of my actions and uh, uh, decisions. So it's about our willingness, totally about our willingness. You know? yes. It will always be us. Yes, I buy that. I understand that. But I'm still, I'm not going to let go of this because I believe, and it is a choice. I absolutely 100% agree. So I'm with you there. But what I'm hearing, Mona, is through your own determination, vision, call it what you will, you had mm-hmm. this feeling, this leverage to take you from pain and into a better life. Now, that came from yeah. within. Now, yeah. I suppose what I'm saying is everybody has got this capacity to, for a better life. It's just that some of us, and there's no judgment here, but some yeah. of us just need a little bit more support, encouragement. Not everybody can sort of kick that first first domino down so everything else follows down some some of us just need that little bit of gentle your husband gave you the uh the, to use your words mona the space yes. which was kind of mm-hmm. your support wasn't it and where would you have been without that so you did have the strength you did have the vision you did have the awareness to know that there was something else better there's, mm-hmm. there's, there's another way you had that and what i'm mm-hmm. saying is everybody's got that it's just that some people might need a little bit more support just to get them going that that's this is, yes absolutely right this is and this is uh, what is my ma- main core message i need to tell everyone that there is light outside you can mm. do it you can come out just yeah. trust yourself and trust the universe you will come out yeah. it's not the end of the world this is what this is what i would like to say as a message from you can say from darkness to light or from pain to gain Everyone should know and should li- listen to this, which is, you can do it. It's not the end of you. Ha- you still have your life. You still have your hands, your eyes, your ears. We have so many 
things to be grateful for. So we have to embrace them and keep on going because this is this is life. This is life. It's either, um, as I said, it's either you surrender or no. But if we if we now knew and came out and made the, the path and we crossed and we experienced the light and the fulfillment, it's our duty now to take others with us. We cannot just go and leave others. We were meant to be here so we can take others with us to have this because we already know the experience. So it's our duty. We, it's not it's our duty. It's our calling. God or the universe chose me, chose you, and chose so many of, of us to be uh, leaders to take others with us. And by the way, to be honestly, it's not an easy um, job. It's not an easy calling. It's absolutely... Um, I don't want to say we are taking full responsibility of people, but now to me myself, I feel I have I'm I have a message. I am responsible. I cannot say no. I'm not playing anymore. Halas, I'm I'm in the game. I cannot go. And I'm, I'm the leader of the of, of the of the match, so I cannot tell them bye bye. I'm leaving. So this is it. I'm halas. I'm, I'm got into a few, people are looking to me. They are hearing me. Uh, I have things to say. So halas, I I I have to take them with me. And if I don't, it will be, I will not feel, this is not, it will not, it will be mediocre. It's not me, you know. I, I have the message and I know how to take people. And there is, there is light, light, light and brightness and happiness in life. If we just know how to tap with it. And tapping within is, which is, starts all in your heart. Our heart is our GPS. It's our compass. It's everything. And we can sense it either physically, emotionally, and mentally. There is a real big connection between the mind and the heart that I believe within it so much. If we align and take them together, things become much easier. As I told you, Maharishi said, do less and accomplish more. We are doing more and it's hurting us and not we do it. Just we surrender. Sometimes you keep pushing the flow. All what you have to do is ride the wave and go with it. You just ride the wave and enjoy it. Yep. I mean, I buy it. I buy it, Mona, 100%. I buy it. Um, but I just, uh, just listening to you speak, it's around that understanding as, as transformational teachers, as guiding lights, call it what you will, uh, coaches, mentors, um, mm -hmm. all these things. It's a responsibility. But, um, you know, that, that's who we are. And, and, I, and I resonated very strongly with what you said, because certainly in the earlier parts of my journey, there were times when I, when I just, I just cannot I don't want to do this I do not want to do this I tell you what I'm going to do now I want to go on a drinking spree away from it all and and all the things that yeah <laughs> and I just then like I'd go for a week and just go crazy and it's like but inside there was like this tap 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 Paul stop it Paul stop it no 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 I want another drink I'll have another drink Paul stop it and I knew, I knew that, you know, you're right what you said, Mona. When you're on this path, there is no turning back. You might get angry. You might get frustrated, whatever. But what I've learned to do now is, is over the years is catch it. I allow those yep. human reactions, but catch uh -huh. them before they take root. Just like a weed in a flower bed and strangle those beautiful flowers. Uh-huh. Yes, so, you want to catch the wave, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's 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 an enjoyment uh, because the more you the more you get into the uh, you more get deep and learn about yourself and you take people with you the more you crave to learn more and get to uh, to evolve more it's uh, it's it's an addiction I believe it's an evolutionary yeah. addiction I can call it an evolutionary yeah. addiction 
which is something uh, it's the ultimate fulfillment in life you know uh, it's it's good that we have if we have finance and so and so but do, having the real inner fulfillment of uh, evolution this is uh, priceless or this is endless you know and this is not as i told you it's not for everyone ah you see we're back to that again it's not yeah, for yeah. everyone absolutely yani i people some it's not for some of the, i don't want to categorize but uh, as long as we go on our path let's say we are walking on a path everyone has a degree and everyone has a pace and uh, and everyone has his own style you know but once you are responsible or you are in a more advanced let's say you are in a phd now you're not in you're not in grade one so you are pulling or people are following you so it's more risk and of course i have people above me so it's a path it's it's never ending you know? it's a never ending path even people who are, i'm not saying i'm the highest one but i mean the high no one is high no one reached the top because it's an endless path you know yeah. this is what i'm saying there is there is no comparison absolutely and you know to use that sort of, um, I suppose, the duality approach of, of, of comparing or, or how we perceive that is, do you know, one of the things I've learned, Mona, throughout this, um, qualifications, experience, badges, labels, call it what you want, they're all mm -hmm. irrelevant because there's one thing, and, and you've been very consistent, and I do agree with this with you, that counts through all of this, no matter who we are, culturally, man, woman, gay, straight, black, white, rich, poor, it's irrelevant. They're labels. But yeah. there's one thing that, that joins us, and, and you've you've alluded to it, and it's called that. Absolutely 100%. I buy that. 100%. It doesn't need education. It doesn't need anything. It doesn't need labels. Just your inner intentions and your and your desires in the heart. And from there, I believe this is the this is the this is the is the you know, the turning point, or it's the GPS for you. It's your inner GPS that will direct you. You know. Mm. It's I want to bring this towards a close, um, Mona. If if I if I can, uh, we spoke um, just off off air before we uh, we started this this episode. And I said I had a big question for you, and it's this, and it's a simple one, but it's a big mm -hmm. one nonetheless. And you've mentioned, and I think it's a great question in in light of your what you've spoke about, Mona. So I'm really really keen to hear your answer. And it's this: What does speaking from your heart mean to you? Speaking from my heart means to me <clears throat> just being myself. This is my heart. The heart is the one who's speaking. It's not me. It's the heart who's speaking. But it's your heart, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's my heart. It's not my mind. Sometimes I speak in a childish way. This is my heart. This is Mona. Right. Right. <laughs> this is me. <laughs> I cannot fake it, you know. <laughs> this is me. I'm sometimes very... Well, I, I, I'm not sometimes. I am a child. I have a little bit sense of uh, childish. I'm just uh, natural, you know. So heart cannot do something uh, that is not... Um, it's not true because it, it's it's clear, you know. It's obvious. Just go out like this, you know. It cannot change. Wow! Thank <laughs> you, thank you, <laughs> Mona. If there was, um, so I want you to have the last word now, um, as we do uh, bring the the podcast conversation to a close. And I want you to have the last word, and it's around this this question as well. Um, if you had one message, and and no doubt you've got hundreds if not thousands but if you had to pick out one 
to leave to the world, what would that be? That one powerful message. Follow your heart. Wow. And that's it, isn't it? It doesn't need any more than that. Follow your heart. Just listen and follow your heart. Wow. And philosophy. Okay. Just Brilliant. Just listen to what to your heart. Just listen to your heart. If it's closing, then there is something wrong. If it's opening, then go. Super. There is no other thing. Superb. Mona, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much indeed yeah, for your Thank shares. you so much, Paul, for this. <laughs> and your insights. And uh, listeners, there you have it. Mona Mitkey's from Egypt and talking us talking to us, sorry, from darkness to light. And so until next time, keep loving and keep shining your light. Hearts, helping everyone achieve results towards success.